Vermont Viewpoint is a public affairs program produced and funded by WDEV and the Radio Vermont Group. We welcome listener feedback. Email your comments to vtviewpoint at radiovermont.com. Good morning, everyone. This is Pat McDonald, your host for Vermont Viewpoint here on WDEV. <laughs> we have, excuse me, we have a very busy hour ahead of us. We have several people calling in. Uh, and I believe we have Beth Kenneth. Um, Beth, are you on the phone with me right now? Yes, good morning, Pat. Good morning. A little confusing this morning, but we're flexible here at WDEV. <laughs> we can do great. this. So the reason Beth and others are joining us, there is an amazing fundraiser that's um, being put together statewide, and it's called Dig Deep Vermont. And Beth, I know you know a lot about this. Maybe I can ask you to... Talk a little bit about Dig Deep Vermont and your personal story. Sure. Thanks, Pat, so Mm. much for the opportunity to be able to talk to you and your audience about this program. So digdeepvt.com is a fundraising program being put together uh, by a group of volunteers working with our state organizations, and we have had the incredible blessing of support from the Vermont Ski Areas Association, the Vermont Association of Credit Unions, and the Vermont Association of Broadcasters. Ah, <laughs> good for us. <laughs> yeah, so we really, really appreciate that. The, the effort has been put together because of tremendous weather impacts on farms in 2023. I think we all are very aware of the flooding and the rain, the unending precipitation that we had in 2023. And a lot of our farm, farm families were really incredibly impacted by all of this weather on their crops and field land. And so this effort that is being put together statewide is an opportunity for folks in our community, neighbors, visitors to be able to help with with filling in some of the gaps. Um, some farmers have, there is some assistance from state and federal levels, uh, but it's not adequate. And um, then this program has flexibility to be able to fill in those holes that people need um, to help with finding feed for their animals this winter and with equipment issues and and all of that so there's just a there were a lot a lot of impacts last year in 2023 from the from the weather and just a lot of areas that really uh have been incredibly detrimental to our farms farm families so this program is a way for us all to be able to give back that's great and we sure i'll tell you when i was doing the research for this show I think we all, me included, take farmers for granted because I ran into, um, you know, if you donate so much money, this is what it'll buy. Um, if you donate $25, it will replace 20 feet of fence line. I mean, 20 feet, that's like nothing for $25. $50 buys a round bale of hay, one bale of hay for $50. And this is the one that killed me. 250 buys a tractor a fuel for a tractor for one day's work. Right. There is a lot of money to uh, being expensed by farmers. I, I honestly, I don't know where I've been my 80 gazillion years <laughs> here, but, but that's a lot of money. It is. Thank you, Pat. I, I sincerely appreciate <laughs> your under, understanding the economics. I mean, we, 
easily can spend $250 a day on gasoline to run the tractors. And those round bales that people see, those marshmallows in the field, are definitely worth $50 to $100 or more per. And a lot of farmers feed at least one round bale a day or more. So it really, the, the costs really do mount up. And well, I, I was, I was the two fifty a day for the fuel. That's what, that's yeah. what really got me. I yeah. mean, the others are bad enough, but oh my, you you don't just you're not just out there one day. You go no. by our farms and they're forever working no. on their fields. Um, right. So you and I spoke. You fortunately were not impacted much. Um, well, define much, um, <laughs> but you got impacted big time at the Liberty Hill Farm. With Irene, correct? I mean, yeah. so I think that's, you said you understand what farmers are going through. Absolutely. And that's where my empathy and, and passion for this program comes from is that our farm was one of the most impacted in the state of Vermont during Tropical Storm Irene mm-hmm. in 2011. And we know personally how much it helped us to be able to continue farming because of the support and the efforts of so many people who came to help us after after Irene, the volunteers who came and worked for days and weeks, the the outpouring of love and financial support from folks after Irene, and having survived that right. uh, <laughs> as Vermont strong, we we know clearly how much this effort can help, not just with the finances, but help farms know that they can continue, that they do have the support of their neighbors and their community and the people who drive by and see their beautiful farms. It's not just, you know, the fact that you all eat. So right. therefore, right. you all are part of Vermont agriculture. And may I say, without the product, there is no money for the farmers, correct? That's Because right. that's where that's the right. revenue is. I, I read somewhere, Beth, that um, there were 350 farms that were hit badly during yes. the summer. And the total losses were $45 million collectively. I mean, that alone is staggering. And there is some concern that some of these folks won't make it to the growing season. That's because right. they need help now. Yes, yes. There's a, a lot of preparation that goes into uh, planting and getting the fields ready for the next season. And a lot of that work has to be done now, this spring, and in order for there to be a growing season next summer. So mm-hmm. we really do need some help or to know that help is on the way. And one of the great things about the Dig Deep VT program is it set up a giving platform, Giveo, where it's really, really easy to go on the website and just hit the donate button. It makes it so easy. And seriously, five dollars, ten dollars, or two fifty if you want to buy fuel for a day. <laughs> right, exactly. Um, but the donate button it makes it really, really easy for people to be able to contribute right off their phone. I know one of the questions I saw on the website, you know, the questions people would ask was about Giveo. Um, do you know much about Giveo? That's a new name for me. Well, it's a very a strong donation program that is set up to really easily facilitate taking in money. And then we are working with the Vermont Farm Bureau mm. to distribute the money back out to the farms. So we're working with the Vermont Agency of Agriculture. Uh, there are Agency of Agriculture staff that will be overseeing the distribution of funds, 
and we're distributing them through the Vermont Farm Bureaus in each county. So one of the interesting things about this platform that's been set up is it is by county. Mm. Knowing that people in each county are aware of, you know, where are the farms that are in need of help. And so we're really focused on small farms. There's a lot of vegetable farmers that lost their whole crop path. It was just really stunning. You know, it wasn't just, you know, July 7th. It was really... uh, an ongoing weather impact throughout the entire summer. Beth, you may know the answer to this. Um, I didn't include it in the questions I sent out, but um, what is the damage to the fields with all the rain? If you are classified as an organic farmer and with all of this rain and the runoff, um, what happens to that designation if you're a farmer? Do you have to um, do something to the soil? Do you have to have it retested? I mean, I was caught in the flood in, in Montpelier with my two buildings that I, that I worked in. Mm-hmm. And you didn't want to know what was coming out of that river. Uh, I mean, and so that must be on the fields. What, what happens to the designation of organic? Well, we work, um, on, in our, at our firm, we work with the University of Vermont Extension mm-hmm. doing soil sampling, and we also work with our conservation districts on soil sampling on a regular basis. Um, and, you know, I, I can't speak to um, the organic certification because mm-hmm. we're a conventional farm, not an organic farm, oh. um, but I do know that the NOFA, Vermont and the University of Vermont Extension and also our conservation districts are right there available to to help farms with doing the soil testing and making sure that, that, you know, everything's okay. Because I know for a new farmer, it takes... After Irene, we had uh, the University of Vermont was here um, constantly for, for... weeks and actually a few months after Irene doing testing, and our soil was fine. It was mm. totally fine. We didn't have a problem here, but we're on the White River, mm-hmm. and um, so we, we did not, <laughs> there's not a whole lot north of Rochester on the White River, so we did not have any problems with soil issues yeah, at all. That's great, because um, I know a, a new farmer years ago had wanted to do organic, and it takes a long time to get that certification that your soil can be deemed to be organic. Um, yes. So just yeah. getting that, that license is a big deal. And then uh, I would think losing it would just compound the, the stress. Absolutely. Um, yep. Beth, your farm is called Liberty Hill Farm. Can you talk a little bit about your farm and what goes sure. on there? Liberty Hill Farm is here in Rochester uh, on the White River, as I said, on Route 100, uh, about three miles south of the village. We have a dairy farm, and we milk about 100 cows, and mm. we ship to, we're part of the uh, Cabot Creamery Cooperative. So the farmer-owned co-op here in Vermont that makes the world's best cheddar, right? Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, and then in addition to our dairy, which is my husband and our son David, uh, David and his wife, Asha, have four young children. Um, you might hear Henry in the background as we're talking. Um, and we, in addition to that, since 1984, we've been hosting guests here on our farm from across the country and around the world. So I provide lodging and meals. Asha does farm tours. 
And so we've had folks that have been coming to visit us here on the farm to learn about agriculture, wow. learn about dairy, and learn about cabbage, where cabbage cheese comes from for uh, 40 years now. Wow, thank you for that. In February of 1984. I, I bet the reaction from, from visitors who stay at your farm who have perhaps never seen uh, a cow up close, <laughs> they must love it. They do. They really do. It's it's pretty amazing. Well, we've we've lost a lot of farms here in Vermont. I know I come I live in Berlin and when I first moved in, I think we've lost and somebody's going to call me and yell at me that I've got this number wrong, but I think about seven farms. Um they've just they're small ones obviously, <clears throat> but um it's so nice in in Vermont to see the farms out there and the the animals and and uh, and I'm very big on farm to plate if I can buy Meat processed from a farm and sold directly to me. I'm, I'm a big supporter of that. That's um, great. Thank oh, you. Oh, I love it. Um, we go to Maine uh, every summer, and that's a big thing for me. There's a place right near where we camp, where I can buy the eggs and buy the yep. meat, and yep. it that's tastes different and it's cheaper. <laughs> may I say? Just throw that out, people. Yep. Um, and they're all, and it's all. I think I called Enton Tebbets one time when I came back, and I said. How do I know that that these folks are um, are certified? Or somebody looks and he said, if they sell it in state, it has to be through the agricultural um, department here in Vermont. But if they sell it out of state, then the feds take over and you look for their certificate and mm-hmm. you're good to go. So, do yep. you sell any of your meat or? No, we no we're we strictly focus on the dairy uh, and being part of the Cabot um, Creamery Co-op. So our of our milk goes to Cabot. That's great. And that's really what we focus on. And then we also focus on having guests here and doing lodging and meals for awesome. them. Yeah, somebody told me once you start naming the cows, you're in trouble. So, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so, ours all have names. <laughs> see, there, there you go. You can't yeah. do that. So how? what are you doing for Dig Deep uh, Vermont? Um, we've got to get the word out. Is what are you all doing as far as getting people involved in this uh, fundraiser? Well, we're working collaboratively with the Vermont skiers. I think you're going to talk to Molly. Yes, in a Molly bit. will be on. Yep, right. And then also with the Vermont credit unions, and Joe um, is going to talk to you as well. And just trying to work with uh, a variety of partners, working obviously with the Vermont Agency of Agriculture and Department of Tourism. And just trying to get the word out to not just, you know, the neighbors of the farmers, but the people who drive by our farms, the visitors to our state. Because farms, we are the working landscape, as well as providing food and beauty for the people in Vermont. So if we can get the word out to as many people as possible, neighbors, community members, as well as visitors, and ask them all to donate to Dig Deep VT. Yeah, because that, that, that's yeah. the goal. Such an and important part of our economy. Continue right now, right through the summer. Yep. That's it. now it started last month, right? So this it started been sort actually of... in January. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Which good. Which is now last month. Yeah. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it is the first. So. Good grief. Where'd it go? <laughs> but anyway, um, at least for once, I've got my Christmas tree down before <laughs> before spring shows up. <laughs> I feel so <laughs> accomplished. But anyway, I think what you're doing is fabulous. When I read about this, and we called uh, Elizabeth Davis, who now. She's from – Elizabeth Davis is going to join us in a little bit, I think. She's from Boardman Davis Communications, 
and is a professional marketing company. Yep. yep. And she's she's phenomenal. She's great. So she's looking for ways to help us market the great. program and get the word out for people to go on Dig Deep VT. Going to the website, there's a ton of you know question and answers on there for people to look at so they can learn more about the program. There's a lot of information about the. Uh, the impacts on the farms from the weather last year. Yep. So there's all kinds of information on the digdeepvt.com website. And the pictures on there say a thousand words. They are very <laughs> dramatic. Um, I didn't realize in the in the first go round of the weather, and particularly here in Montpelier and Barry, how bad it really was until. Somebody posted an aerial view of where yes. the water went. Yes. And, um, it's I, as I, stunning. it's, it's incredible. I mean, just, it really is. and it the really mud, is. did, was yeah, that something the farmers had to deal with? The mud, like in oh, Barry, was absolutely. ridiculous. Absolutely. No, yeah. and I mean, and again, as I said, we know that from, from tropical storm Irene, we had feet of oh. in mud in our, in our lower barn and on the field. So it was really huge, and it, so it is for these folks who were so impacted this sum, past summer as well. And that requires, you know, when you're talking about how much it costs to fuel a tractor for a day, Pat, that requires so much more work to put those fields back into operation. On our farm here in 2023 with the weather impacts. We know we had significant loss of quantity of hay as well as the quality. And we've uh, talked to our UVM extension folks about the, the quality impact, the nutritional impacts. If the hay doesn't have the nutrition, then the cows aren't going to be able to make as much milk, which then reduces your income yet again. So wow. it's not just all the extra time with the tractors on the field. And the loss of quantity, but then it's the quality loss that is also significant that you have to be very aware of as we go through this winter, you know, being able to feed our cows enough so they can make the milk. <laughs> well, and, and it would seem to me my li- limited, and I use that jokingly because I could kill anything green and living in my house within two weeks because I overwater. and. Yes. I would think that would be a huge problem for farmers with seeds. The, the, oh, the amount of water has to be just right or it dies. Right, right. And we had some farmers in, in northern Vermont who their cornfields were flooded. The corn stood back up, but then it rotted and died. Yeah, so, right. Yeah. So and, there's really there's a lot of different issues Um the folks that I'm part of their CSA here in Rochester, they didn't get any potatoes this year. So that's a Whoa. huge income loss for them to have their potatoes gone. Now, so will really, they... you know, this the Dig Deep VT, the, one of the things that's great about it is its flexibility and the ability to be able to help any of, the, of our small farmers here in Vermont. Right that it doesn't matter if it is potatoes or it is hay, you know, corn. It's not just for dairy farmers. It's for any of our farmers that were impacted by these weather-related issues in 2023. And it's not some of our state and federal programs that was a very specific, you know, it had to be between July 7th and July 10th. Dig Deep VT says, no, it didn't stop raining. Yeah, right. So... 
ZigDeep VT is fantastic because it has that flexibility because it is private funds. Yeah. It's you donating today, hitting the button, you know, going to the website, ZigDeep VT, hit that button, donate. And really, every $10 counts, Pat. Yeah, and I, I read, which is I thought very interesting, I think the county approach is excellent because – Everybody knows somebody in their county and, and take a ride yeah. around and you can yeah. see the damage. But and you've that's... also got a statewide fund, yeah. which can be moved, oh. as you were saying, be flexible right. enough to move to uh, central Vermont or Washington <laughs> County. Right. But the county approach is also community engagement. Yeah. And that's a piece of this, Pat, that I think is really, really important. Engaging the community, engaging the neighbors, engaging the, the folks in, in town who, you know, see the farm but don't understand and don't realize how much impact there was for these farmers and that they're still going through it, that that severe weather in 2023 is impacting their ability to take care of their farms now in February of 2024. Now, as we're going into the spring, is when we're going to have huge financial impacts as we try to re restore the fertility of those fields and 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 get the feed to make it through the winter Ooh, tough job for sure um i and you know what's sad is and i talk about this about barry and montpelier when you drive through and when you go by a farm you don't see how bad it is because <laughs> it's a field and there's yeah. the barn and everything's right. up where it should be <laughs> and and the same with with our um businesses here in town say they're open, but whoa, the damage is—you right. can't see it. And I think you, you, exactly, you can't see everything that's behind the right. scenes. That those farmers, those business owners, are scrambling to keep things together. You don't see all of that. Yeah. Well, that's. Uh, so it's thank just, you for understanding that, Pat. Yeah. I really. Yeah, I don't know where I got it. I'm not. <laughs> I just you look in there. It's a business like it is, uh, like everybody Very else, and it's just Very a little. Much. Harder work than some businesses. Um, well, thank you, Pat. Oh, no problem. Thank you for what you do. Do you do? Do you don't make? You don't make? You contribute to Cabot, so you don't make cheese on your farm, do you? you no, just, yeah. no. We let the cheese makers yeah. at Cabot do it. <laughs> do the, let the professionals. <laughs> they do a great job. It, exactly. it is the. Exactly. I just we always smile. Sure that we make quality milk. To send to Cabot. That's great. <laughs> what's the? Um, I lost track. I was in the legislature for a while, and there was. Uh, an amount of raw milk that you can buy from a f- from farms is that still in play? Uh, yes. Yeah. There's, for those farmers who are interested in you know going through that, working with the Agency of Agriculture right. to be able to do that, uh, the Vermont law I believe is like twenty five gallons a day for. If the customer brings, brings their right. own container, right. if you want to get into bottling milk, the way we do have a few farms in Vermont that do bottle their own milk, and, huh. and that's a whole other yeah, right. protocol and, you know, all kinds of rules and regulations about that. Yeah. So we're happy to have the milk truck come and take our milk to <laughs> Say bye-bye. <laughs> well, I hope people, uh, there's so many people that haven't even ever been to Cabot, which amazes me that, uh, you know, you can go see where that cheese is made and... Um, uh, 
I just think well, well, it's like being in New York and never going to the Statue of Liberty. It's right. like really. Well, we actually can't do uh, tours of the of the creamery anymore. Um, mm-hmm. That stopped just before COVID. Oh no! Because of the well, it's a Food Safety Modernization uh, Act, so uh, we can't allow um, visitors to come into the building. Oh, how longer. sad! I used so, to live I, up there. Yeah, and well, whenever was there was company tour. coming, that's where we headed. Yep. Yep, to I love Cabot. to send my guests there, but uh, yeah. the Federal Food Safety Modernization Act has um, precluded us from being out because the creamery was pretty wide open. Yeah, I mean, for you sure. could really get in there and see it being made. But we do have some good videos of our creamery operation, and you know, it's. It, we, we'd love to have you come to the Waterbury store. <laughs> oh, yes. Well, that yeah. we've been to. Exactly. Yeah. Thank you very much. But you say, are you going to stay on for a minute? I can stay on oh, for a couple good, minutes. Because I'd like to. You yeah. sound so involved. I'd love to just finish up <laughs> well, with one question. This sure. is Pat McDonald, your host for Vermont Viewpoint on WDEV. We'll be right back with Beth Kenneth at the Liberty Hill Farm. Did you know that Radio Vermont Group Digital Services can create videos including drone footage? We've even won awards for our videos. If you'd like to learn more and see examples of our work, go to rvgdigital.com. Radio Vermont Group, we're more than just radio. And we're back. This is Pat McDonald, your host for Vermont Viewpoint on WDEV. Uh, Beth, uh, Beth Kenneth is still on the phone with us, but we also have Joe Bergeron, who is the president of the Association of Vermont Credit Unions. So, Joe, let me say hi to you and welcome. And good morning, Pat. Thanks for letting me join in. Oh, thank you. This is great. Let me just uh, go back to Beth for a minute because I know she has to leave. Uh, Beth, you are so knowledgeable about what's going on. I have a feeling you are very, very involved in our agricultural community here in Vermont. Well, yes, I've been farming here for <laughs> 50 years. Pat. There you go. Good for you. So, so I really, before I, I leave, I really want to give a huge shout-out to the amazing collaboration of folks that have come together for Dig Deep VT. Uh, Joe is going to talk to you from the credit unions. Molly's going to talk to you from the Vermont ski areas. We're so thankful to have the Vermont Farm Bureau willing to work with us on distribution of funds. And thank you, Pat, and the Vermont Broadcasters Association for helping us get the word out. Well, so really, really thank everyone. Uh, there's a list. If you go on the Dig Deep VT website, uh, you'll see the list of partners and collaborators, and it's just been really amazing. I, I can't say thank you enough to everyone who's helping us with this. Uh, gratitude, gratitude, gratitude. No, no problem. And listen, anything I can do on this show going forward, just let me know, even if it's a half hour, 15 minute shout out. Just Great. give me a call. Thank you so much, Pat. Okay, well, really appreciate thank you it. for doing what you're doing. Um, so appreciate everyone's um, support on this. It just jump right in and help. Great. So well, thanks, thank Beth. You. All right. And, Joe, thanks for picking up the baton from here. <laughs> yeah, I must uh, thank Elizabeth uh, Davis. Uh, she pulled this together very quickly the other day. So um, yeah, great. Um, it was great. worked out great. So thank you. I'll so, let you talk. Uh, All right. Great. Thanks so much. Have thanks. a great day. Bye, Beth. So, Joe, thank you for joining us. Um, I didn't know there was an association of Vermont credit unions. So, oh, there is. There's uh, about, uh, as a matter of fact, the association has been around for something like 75 years or so. There's about four, uh, 15 credit unions in the state of Vermont, ah. and uh, they're cooperatives, uh, so not-for-profit cooperatives, 
much like food co-ops or electric utilities or right. lots of other kinds of cooperatives around the state that you might have heard of before. And about, I don't know, 67, 68% of people who live in Vermont are That's a good. member of Great. one of those cooperative, one or more of those cooperative credit unions. Well, I've been a so, member, uh, my husband and I, of the VSECU and uh, now merged awesome. with, uh, went through their merger successfully um, yeah. for, gosh, I don't even know, many, many years. So good staff, good people. That's for sure. Well, that's awesome to hear. Glad oh. you're a happy credit union member. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. I think everything we have has got the credit union name on it, the cars, the, you know, all the, the house, all that stuff. So uh, we appreciate their support and our investments, come to think of it. But anyway, so, awesome. Joe, you you have jumped in to support um, uh, Dig Deep Vermont. Could you tell us why and, and what does that support look like? Well, you know, I mentioned that uh, credit unions are cooperatives, right? And as you know from being a member yourself of a credit union, you know, each credit union uh, is very locally focused and locally owned and controlled. Um, and all of the all of the people that are members of a credit union, you know, are the owners. And, you know, they're scattered throughout the state of Vermont. And, you know, many of those people who are owners of those credit unions are in the agricultural-related industry, so farmers. And, you know, when we look at the 350-plus, whatever the, the actual number is, of farms that have just suffered through a terrible 2023 right. with, with frosts and, and a deluge of rain several times and whatnot, um, you know, credit unions are – putting all of their resources back into the people and the communities that they serve, um, not just because um, they want to, but because they're mandated to uh, by regulatory bodies and whatnot. And so, you know, they often come out in times of need like this where people within their field of membership, their members, you know, have some kind of uh, urgent and devastating need like this, be it from, Floodwaters, or same thing with credit unions last summer in Hawaii. Um, yes. On, I forget which island it was that had all the wildfires right after we had our July flooding. Right. Um, that was so credit unions got extremely horrendous. involved to there. So it's just in the nature of credit unions uh, to come to the aid of consumers who are members and make up those credit unions. That's really great. So um, when we, I have to just do one shout out separate from this discussion. Vermont credit unions are so supportive of their community. Whenever there's something like this, uh, a fundraiser, an event, when you look at the sponsor list, the credit unions are always there. And, and I want to thank them for that because that's really being a Vermonter. And, um, well, that's great. No, well, it's really, that. really cool. Of course, I know VSECU and, um, when, whenever there's something going on in Montpelier, there's, there they are. So thank you right. to them. You have a great job working with those people. Good job. Well, I am fortunate, uh, <laughs> for the, the years that I've been here to be able to, uh, represent in the state house and publicly. Uh, a group of really uh, yeah. dedicated organizations right. that do great things. I think I wrote you. I'd love to have you come on and talk about the difference between credit unions and banks and and what it takes to merge, which we just went through, and it was totally seamless, really. Nothing changed. We were so uh, afraid I, that I the – I would love to chat with you about those. Well, we, I was so – we were so afraid that the website was going to change, but it hasn't much because us old folks have trouble <laughs> – 
once we get it down, we don't want anybody to touch it. Just leave it alone. So anyway, um, so are you reaching out within the credit unions with posters and stuff? Because I know that Dig Deep from uh, Vermont has a toolkit which um, would help you and others to promote with pictures and, and press releases and things to say, facts about that. We read some of them uh, here before. That's right, Pat. Um, uh, and the website is very helpful, very resourceful, both for people that want to learn about Dig Deep, whether you're a consumer or want to make a donation, or whether you are someone looking for assistance, uh, and also for organizations like Credit Union, Skirias, uh broadcasting entities and whatnot that want to support the effort and find resources to help them do that. Uh, so, yes, you're right, Pat. There are, uh, you know, sample press releases and sample radio spots and, and so, lots of social media right. materials to use. Um, and we're just on the bleeding edge as far as the credit union um, family in Vermont is concerned as, as far as getting rolling with, with all of this. And I don't think it's much different for anybody else. I mean, the, the initial announcement just came out very recently right. uh, with support from the governor and from the secretary of agriculture. So uh, we're really excited about that. Um, but as far as, as our organizations, credit unions, in my case, getting the word out, it's just starting out and credit unions are figure, each credit union is going to do something different, I'm sure. And they're trying to figure out, you know, what works for them. Right. Because what works for, for instance, you mentioned VSCCU, what works for VSCCU may be completely different. Right for some different credit union in another area of the state. Well, and I think that's the benefit of looking at this by county because each county is different and some are remarkably different, markedly different, and and the credit union would know what works in their backyard. Right, right, exactly. But I think generally speaking that credit unions that are going to be involved with this and support it fully are going to be, um, you know, probably involved to a large extent on social media. They, many of them, particularly the larger ones, you know, have people dedicated to working on their social media efforts um, on all the different channels out there. And uh, so you'll probably see a lot of references to Dig Deep through those credit union channels. I imagine some will do something in their lobbies. Um, you know, lobbies aren't quite as busy as they used to be because we can all do things online a lot more than we used to. Um, but still, there's a lot of foot traffic in the lobbies of most credit unions, and so I'm sure some will have, you know, posters and you know pictures of. We have a QR code on that website too. Uh, ah. So in a day when we're all using, you know, mobile devices, <laughs> phones, and whatnot, that right. we can scan codes. Um, you know, take your mobile phone, scan that QR code wherever you see it with the Dig Deep Vermont logo, and that'll take you right to a contribution page that explains everything and lets you make donations really easily. Yeah, and I just found a, first of all, you, people need to know it's tax deductible. I think we've said that before on the show. Exactly. Yeah. But if you are a business or, or an entity like the, the credit union and you want to become a sponsor, um, if you contact Roberta at rpmteam.ventures.com, she will uh, give you information about what it means to be a sponsor and how your company can help in this endeavor because um, I think it's going to be around for uh, six months, Joe, is that correct? Like sometime June, July? Right. Uh, for for a big chunk of this year, maybe most of the year, and we'll see how yeah. it's going You know, as we get to that mid-year point. 
um, and determine at that point, you know, whether um, it has done what it needs to do, whether we need to extend it a little bit longer. But yes, uh, around Good. that mid-year point, so, maybe into late summer. So that goes by fast, folks, as we know. I mean, it's already yeah. February 1st, for heaven's sake. Um, but I, do you have a goal in mind? Because I read before uh, on the show that it was they, the suffering and the losses equaled up to $45 million. Are you looking to... Uh, is there a goal in mind about how much money you would need? So when we started this campaign, you know, the, the, I'm, a, I'm guessing, um, and I'm not the person doing the number crunching all, all of this, um, but I'm afraid that the need uh, probably surpasses, you know, the initial goal that we set. Uh, the initial goal that we set as, as a group uh, coming up with this campaign and working on it and whatnot, determining what we could do, was in the $20 million neighborhood. Ah. Um, and that's that's a big hill to climb for sure. Um, but you know we keep getting reports uh, that keep coming in from uh, different uh, parts of the farming community and agricultural community and whatnot. And so yes, last I heard, it was up in the forty-five to fifty million dollar neighborhood as far as um, you know financial uh, loss, I guess I'd call it, incurred by the agricultural community yeah. throughout the state of Vermont. Um, it could be in terms of revenues. It could be in terms of, you know, equipment that yep. washed away. Um, there have been employment losses. I don't know if that are, those are figured into those dollars or not. Uh, so we've got people that are out of work. Right. People that need, actually, many of these farms that had to lay off employees, they need those employees to help them uh, recover, to rebuild and, and um, you know, go out and restore their fields and so on and so forth. So, you know, I guess what strikes me just the other day, uh, you know, I have to go to Montpelier to the State House of Fairmount, and I was just there a couple days ago. And as I'm parking and uh, and then afterwards leaving downtown Montpelier, you know, there's still a few storefronts yep. that are yep. closed, and there's still evidence here and there of, you know, the flood damage that was, you know, it's it's vastly improved from what it was. Uh, in 2023 during the summer. Uh, but there's still some evidence of it. Yep. You know, it strikes me that what most of us uh, in Vermont don't see is, you know, what happened to these farms. Uh, you know, when you drive through a downtown yep. in some town of Vermont and you see storefronts closed and you see dumpsters on the sidewalk full of, um, you know, the renovation materials and so on and so forth, it, it's obvious. And I think now that most of that is is behind us, although people and business owners are still recovering, but it, the visible part of it isn't out on the street so much anymore. Exactly. Um, but what what you and I didn't see is when you're driving down the countryside, you know, every spring we see some farmer's field that's flooded from the banks of a river. And, you know, it, it's an annual thing and it comes and goes and you don't think much of it. Um, but in this situation, uh, you know, there was tons of damage that we don't see, uh, and those fields damaged a lot more than they are in just typical spring flooding, and then far more acreage damaged yep. and buildings damaged and equipment washed away, and like I said, people laid off and so on and so forth, no food for, no feed for animals to make it through the winter and so on and so forth. Pretty scary. But, you know, all of those places are out in very rural countryside Vermont, Places that most of us, you know, who have all the kinds of jobs that you and I have, 
we don't see those situations. Yeah, and I, we t- we actually talked about that a little bit before. That everything looks good, so you don't really know what's behind right. the scenes, and we need to keep reminding folks. Uh, uh, Joe, I have to take a break, and Molly Mahar is on the phone waiting for the to come on after the break. And um, I don't know if you're going to stay with us, but if you are, that would be great. If not, thank you for what you're doing, and for thanks to the Vermont Credit Union. Some. Great state to live in. This is Pat McDonald. Thank you very much, Pat. No problem. Great talking to you. This is uh, Pat McDonald, your host for Vermont Viewpoint on WDEV. We'll be right back with Molly Mahar, Vermont Ski Area Association. Advertise with WDEV because they get results. Glenn Mink of Stowe Insurance Group tells us why he advertises with WDEV. We're heavily involved in the community like we like to be. We feel they're an excellent partner for our advertising dollars. The market penetration is second to none in central Vermont. We've been with them for almost 40 years, and we hope to be with them for another 40 years. Advertising with WDEV gets results. Inquire today at WDEV at RadioVermont.com. The WDEV studio is sponsored by Sticks and Stuff and Swat and Lumber. Vermont and upstate New York's largest independent home center, powered by Marvin Doors and Windows. Go to sticksandstuff.com for store locations and hours. Hey there, it's Pat McDonald back with you of Vermont Viewpoint on WDEV. Joining me on the phone is Molly Mahar, who is the president of the Vermont Ski Areas Association. Molly, thank you for joining us. Good morning, Pat. Thanks for having me on today. Well, you must be a little busy these days, sort of the height of the of the season for you. Yeah. We, <laughs> yes. we, uh, we're hoping for more snow. I've been yep. doing a lot of snow dances. And, um, yeah, but uh, it's nice to be on with you again. I know yeah. we talked skiing we about did. a year ago, I think. Yes, we so. did. We should. Uh, you were on my list to do it again. So um, we should Great. have you come on and talk about is, is it a good season so far? It seems to be from my backyard there's enough snow. But. Yeah, we've had a few struggles, uh, you know, with the the um, storm that we right. had right before right. the Christmas New Year's break um, was not great timing for us, certainly. But uh, the snowpack in the mountains uh, has definitely been building up. And I was in Burlington the other day and uh, was a little shocked to see that there's really not much snow up there. But um, big difference in the mountains for sure. Yeah, so, we we, uh, and- we met some friends for lunch the other day and we just we, we we don't exactly clean off the trucks like you're supposed to. But so we <laughs> arrived at lunch and they were shocked to see the snow on on uh, Bruce's truck. So it's it's spatter it's scattered around, I think. Yes. Well, let's just hope it hits the ski areas. They can focus right on them. But anyway, you, uh, the ski areas, are obviously very involved in uh, Dig Deep Vermont. And could you tell us a little bit about why and and how involved have uh, the ski areas gotten in this endeavor? Sure. Um, Well, Ski Vermont and our members really recognize, excuse me, the importance of our family farms to you know, the community of Vermont, the culture, the heritage, <clears throat> excuse me, and, and the landscape, certainly. You know, when people think of Vermont, they really tend to think about mountains and skiing and snowboarding, which we love. Uh, they think about maple syrup. They think about farms and cows. You know, these are all very top of mind symbols of our Vermont brand and what, what visitors tend to think of when they think of Vermont. They think of cheese, too. I'll, I'll put that in there. <laughs> That's true. Um, and so, you know, I, I, ha- I had a conversation with uh, Roberta McDonald, who I've, okay. I've heard you mention her several times, and 
Um, you know, we have partnered with Cabot Creamery uh, for many years. They're our, our longest standing partner and, you know, helping them to grow their brand awareness with our visitors. And uh, we've supported grants for the Working Landscape Enterprise Initiative to help support growth of farms uh, and forestry businesses in the past because, you know, ski areas are part of the working landscape and we want to support other facets of that landscape as well that really help to make Vermont what it is and to look the way it looks. So, you know, when we were approached to support this campaign, um, you know, our board wanted to help. And so that's that's why we're getting involved. Well, thank you all very much because this, when, when I heard about this, I was asked to bring some folks on and we talked to Elizabeth Davis, who's uh, from uh, Boardman Davis Communications, sort of spearheading all of this. And she pulled you, you all together so, so fast to get on the show. I thought, whoa, I got to hire her myself. Um, but, <laughs> and we were just talking to Jeff Bergeron. You, when you ride around, you really don't know how bad it is. And, we need to keep reminding people, and I'm thinking, I mean, the businesses are struggling. The indiv- There are a lot of people haven't, they're not back in their homes yet. Um, and right. then we obviously have uh, the, the devastation to our farmland and our farmers. And, um, oof, it's, it's a big, big nut to crack out there. Yeah, you're right. I mean, you know, the snow that we were just talking about that, you know, is so important to our business kind of masks, you know, what's going on right. in the landscape down in the valleys to some degree. And you're exactly right. You know, when you drive past some of these farms, it's not evident that, you know, the damage that they have sustained. And so, you know, it's important you know, for many reasons that I mentioned earlier. You know, they provide us with, with food and a lot of great products. And, you know, they're members of our community. They, they're employers. And, you know, so we, we, we really need to make yeah. sure to support them. Uh, when they need when they need it well for sure now how you said let me see um you have how many ski areas are there in vermont is that a number you have off the top of your head uh there's about i think 26 or so really? we've got about 20 of them are our members and they range yep. really from you know community ski areas all the way up to the largest resorts nice. um around the state and we also have 27 cross-country ski area members oh, of course. as well. Yes. Oh, that's great. Yeah. What fun. Yep. Um, love the posters, by the way. We have one in our TV room. Um, my, uh, I have some relatives who work up at uh, Sugarbush, so we, oh, great. we, we get some, of, we love the stuff that, uh, that gets produced. But you've got a, a wonderful job. You're right in Montpelier, are you not, Molly? Yes, we're yeah. based in Montpelier, right? On the keep street. track of the state house, I'm assuming. Um, yeah, so that, have, is, that is one of my things. Is this something <laughs> they've do. been talking about up at the State House about uh, this initiative? I know I'm sure uh, Ensign Tebbets and others have been up there from AG talking about what's needed for our farmers. Yeah, uh, flood resilience and flood recovery is definitely right. uh, a topic of, of conversation and um we will – I don't know specifically if they've been talking about this um, particular initiative, yeah. but I know we have plans to, to help uh, Secretary Tebbets get the yep. word out over oh. in the State House as well, for sure. If somebody can do it. What I like about this organization is because it's all Vermonters, all Vermont businesses. You guys saw an issue and a problem and jumped right on it, and I think – that that just says a lot about Vermont and about the kind of organization that you 
uh, are involved in, as is Joe and Beth. Um, it's a great place to live when there's problems. Everybody jumps to the to the rescue, and I think um, sometimes I get a little, you know, cranky about Vermont, about what's going on in Montpelier. But then something like this happens, and you think, yeah, good place to live. So um, yeah, very strong community yeah. uh, support and strong community, and and certainly the ski areas are part of their communities, and that's one of the great things about this campaign is that uh, you know the ski areas can reach out to both their local communities and also their you know loyal folks that right. come from uh, from out of state that love to come back and visit year mm-hmm. after year, um, and they can ask them to support farms right in their local uh, community, their right. county. So they can certainly, you know, donate to the statewide, but, you know, uh, for a, a ski area that's, you know, in Rutland County, they can donate, they can ask for, for folks to help farmers right in their Rutland County area. Right. So um, it's, it's, a, it's a, um, a pretty cool way to, yep. to do it in terms of, you know, supporting the whole state or support very local. Well, and, and other and, businesses, I'd like to say that too. Like, you know, the credit unions, the um, the broadcasters have jumped on board early, but you know, we're definitely we we want to join, we want to grow the club, right? right? So, if you're a business and and want to reach out to your folks and tell them about this, you know, we would certainly welcome that. And there is a tab on the digdeepvt.com, um, and it is called. Of course, I forgot now that I'm about to say it, but I think it's called How You Can Help, or it's called Take Action, actually. Oh, at the, excellent. Thank way you. Way at the bottom, so you can scroll down and, and click on that. Yeah. And, well, that's uh, actually, we definitely... in my notes, I have, um, if somebody wants to become a sponsor, and I'll give you the contact information now, it's Roberta at rpmteamventures.com, and... Um, that will get you in. Well, we have to leave. Molly, that's my signal to get off the air and uh, do a break right now. Um, I want you all to stay tuned. We have uh, Guy Page coming to talk about news in Montpelier. This is Pat McDonald, your host for Vermont Viewpoint. Molly Mahar from the Vermont Ski Areas. Thank you so much. Thank you all that are working on Dig Deep Vermont. Hey, hey.